Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Tian. Now, this company will likely ring a bell, especially if you are like me, clearing your annual leave, or submitting your taxi claims, or if you're an accountant working on your company's financial statements. Now, you may have guessed it by now. We are talking to SAP today, and that's a company behind the Enterprise Resource Planning or ERP systems many companies use to manage their day-to-day activities, like accounting. Purchasing inventory, human resources, and more. Now, with over 110,000 employees from over 160 countries, we want to find out how SAP views the global enterprise software market. Now, that market, by the way, is expected to reach a market volume of 376 billion US dollars by 2028, according to Statista. Now, also, the company recently set up its first SAP Labs in Singapore last March. But what is the status right now? Well, for more, we are joined by Eileen uh, Chua, Managing Director at SAP Singapore. Eileen, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thank you for having me, Tian I'm really glad to hear that you've interacted in some shape and form with an SAP system. <laughs> well... <laughs> Got to do so as well at some point in our professional career, right, uh, Eileen? Yeah. And uh, great uh-huh. to have you joining us today. So, Eileen, share with us more about the SAP, your value proposition and business model as a start. Sure. I think for our listeners who may not be too familiar with SAP because we play predominantly in the B2B space, uh, we are the market leader in uh, enterprise business application software, headquartered in Germany, and uh, for the last 51 years, our mission has been to help uh, companies of all sizes, right, in all industries run better and to improve uh, people's lives. Uh, how exactly do we do that, right? So truly through the use of our software and cloud solutions, we are perhaps uh, most well regarded for our enterprise resource planning solution or ERP, uh, which has helped you know, companies manage their complete end-to-end business processes particularly in uh, these four areas, right? You did mention some of it. So lead to cash, source to pay, design to operate, and uh, recruit to retire. So these are essentially, you know, the four core business processes that most companies will need, right, in order to operate intelligently and uh, sustainably. So over the last couple of years, we've also been redefining Mm. what the next generation ERP should look like, right, to really allow our customers to, to manage the back, the middle, and the front mm, office with right. the greater transparency and, and intelligence. So I think we're in a good position to do that, right, given mm. um, the vast number of customers that uh, we, we support today. Right. Um, and it's important, right, that uh, many companies look at uh, business processes to, to work in unison so that uh, they, they enjoy that seamless end-to-end digital platform, right, based on industry best practices to allow different parts of the organization to function truly as one Mm -hmm. uh, for effective decision-making. Yeah. And uh, I want to zoom in on SAP Singapore, Elena. SAP has a presence in over 160 countries, but where does SAP Singapore fit in and the company's broader plans and what is its focus here in Singapore? Certainly. So Singapore is the headquarters for both uh, our Asia-Pacific and Southeast Asia operations. Um, We have been operating here uh, for the last 34 years, uh, and it's not surprising, right, given Singapore's status uh, as an important hub for trade, for tech, and uh, for investment 
um, not just for the region, but for the rest of the world. Hmm. Um, our focus in Singapore is uh, really to help companies of all sizes become intelligent and, and sustainable enterprises. And we continue to see customers of uh, varying sizes uh, embark on some form of digitalization. That actually started, uh, we saw that happening, right, interestingly, during the pandemic. And um, it has continued, right, with uh, very strong support uh, from the government. And uh, many of our customers have really begun, right, to look at transforming their business processes. And are now looking at introducing intelligent innovations such as intelligent robotic process automation, machine learning, IoT, and even 5G technology, right, mm. to truly transform um, their industry. Our brand, you know, we are typically associated with uh, Fortune 500 companies and large enterprises. Mm. But uh, in Singapore in particular, we've actually seen very bullish growth, particularly with our SMEs, because our cloud solutions are now uh, so much easier and, and faster for companies of all sizes uh, to consume. Mm. And uh, having been in Singapore for the last 34 years, we, we count you know, close to 2,000 SMEs uh, as our customers. Right. And uh, let's talk about industry positioning here. Uh, Eileen, we're talking about a huge market worth uh, hundreds of billions of dollars. But how do you position yourself against the other major players like Oracle, Microsoft, just to name a few? Sure. So <laughs> while I won't draw um, any comparisons to the companies mm. you had mentioned, um, yeah. but I will perhaps share how we uh, look at differentiating ourselves, right, broadly in, in these three areas. Uh, the first, uh, cloud and cloud only, right? We started our transformation to becoming the largest cloud company for business applications uh, about five years ago, mm. right? So there is now, you know, an increased focus on delivering exceptional value for our customers throughout their lifetime with us, right? Because we have now moved to a subscription-based business model, so we are obsessed with ensuring that our customers are not only subscribing to our solutions, but they are adopting them readily and are using them extensively, right? Because it's no longer about that one-off transaction, but a long-term and enduring relationship that we want to maintain with uh, each and every one of our customers. And uh, most importantly, to help them move out of their legacy systems, which are mostly highly customized. Mm. And the way to get out of that is really to help them transform, enabled by our cloud solutions. And our customers in Singapore, you know, I think they've truly weathered the pandemic very well. Mm. Um, two and a half years ago, we launched um, Rise with SAP, which is a business transformation as a service to really help our customers deploy ERP in the cloud, which is based on you know, standard best practices, a cloud reference architecture. And this has really led to digital transformation being delivered in quick time, right, compared mm. to the more traditional approach from the past of an on-premise deployment. And actually, just last week, uh, at, the, at the back of the success of Vice, with mm. SAP, we launched a similar offering targeted at SMEs called Grow. And we believe, we believe that both Vice and Grow with SAP will make it easier than ever than before to allow our customers to transform. I think the second differentiator for us is very much aligned with Singapore's ambition to be that uh, bright green spot uh, for sustainability. Um, as we all know, that's going to be the biggest challenge, right, of our generation. Mm. And uh, enterprises today do need a holistic approach 
to en- embed sustainability yeah. matrices right. within their business processes. So we're mm. going to be introducing more solutions uh, to help our customers manage the green line. Right. I think the third differentiator for us would really be our people, right? Uh, the need to ensure that um, Singaporeans and the people who work in Singapore have digital ready skill sets for tomorrow's jobs. And uh, we continue to play our part um, to our involvement with the SG United Mid Career Pathways. Hmm. Um, to look at training mid-career professionals to boost their employability and uh, in partnership with SkillsFuture Singapore and our local polytechnic. Right. We have been also yeah. training the local workforce uh, to look at, you know, equipping them with skills uh, that mm. will be relevant for the digital economy. Yeah, and uh, Elena, I would like to deep dive further to look at the wider business environment you're in right now. Uh, if we look at uh, data from Statista, revenue in the enterprise software market, the global enterprise software market, that is, uh, is projected to reach... Um, there's a market volume of 376 billion US dollars by 2028. I must caveat though that the figures differ greatly according to the sources. Some say uh, we are seeing a CAGR of 6.73% according to Statista, but others say CAGR is around 8%, some 15%. What is your assessment so far? What is the growth driver right now for the market? Sure. We're actually in the quiet period, so while I cannot give you a specific number, mm. we are you know, really optimistic about digital transformation enabled uh, by the cloud. Uh, at SAP Cloud, it's really at the core of uh, who we are, what we do, and how we grow. Um, what I can share is that last year, our cloud revenue surpassed that of our traditional on-premise software business. So globally, our cloud revenue was up uh, 33% in uh, FY 2022. Mm. And we continue to double down on our investment in our cloud portfolio to help our customers derive uh, better value from their investments, to really tackle their most pressing challenges. And we feel that you know, cloud-based transformation is truly the way to go, right? Um, we also believe that both Rise and Grow with SAP, which are our flagship mid-generation cloud ERP, along with our other cloud solutions, will continue to be in demand you know, in Singapore as companies look to stay competitive, increase efficiency and uh, you know, streamline business processes to enhance customer experiences mm. through their digital transformation journey. Right, and zooming in on Singapore, Eileen, SAP set up this uh, research and innovation facility called SAP Lab Singapore uh, last March. Now, that's a move involving some $250 million investment over five years. A year has passed since then. What are some of the outcomes achieved so far? Yeah, so, you know, a hot conversation topic right now is uh, generative Mm. AI, right, with the hype around chat GPT and the like. So we've also been watching uh, this uh, space closely and uh, recently launched uh, a task force within SAP Labs uh, to look at uh, foundational models and chat GPT. Mm. So how we could fully take advantage of uh, generative AI. So the recent breakthroughs that we are seeing in chat GPT are really due to creating bigger AI models that are trained to look at substantial chunk of publicly available text code and images, Mm. you know, scripts from the internet. So these are the large language models like ChatGPT to predict, you know, the next word in a sequence, which is sequential. Whereas SAP, on the other hand, they've got the privilege of having access to a huge amount of uh, proprietary customer Mm. data, but it's typically non-sequential, you know, relational data stocks in tables. Therefore, our AI teams at uh, the Singapore Labs have been exploring how to harness 
you know, our unique access to this structured customer data mm. to create, you know, SAP-specific foundation models that would really benefit our customers. Uh, some of the use cases that are being explored uh, would range from looking at automating, you know, the resource-heavy workloads of creating API documentation mm. um, and also providing a strong foundation model to upskill our developers on programming languages and understanding public APIs. Um, the other interesting area where we've been uh, focusing our efforts around is to democratize software development. Now, we all know that the market has been grappling with a shortage of trained tech talent, right? Yet, you know, demand for the business has been rising. So, you know, software development teams have now become so stretched that, you know, we want to also equip people who are closer to the business problems, such as finance managers, yeah. supply chain managers, you know, equip them with tools and the technical know-how to build solutions that they need. And we launched SAP Build a couple of months ago, which is our unified low-code, low-code offering. Hmm. And that really enables everyone, right, to create and augment enterprise applications and build simple workflows to drag and drop, uh, you know, models quickly. So this is our way to democratize software de development to allow more users to, to develop software um, irrespective of uh, their, their skill level. So the team here at SAP Labs uh, are certainly spearheading our mm. local efforts to enable non-technical users to develop applications and you know, to, to make um, you know, the software development a way of life for most business users. Ah, I see. And well, uh, Eileen, for 2023, what are your immediate plans for SAP Singapore? Yeah, so I think we will continue to be uh, expanding our cloud business. We're going to do that really quickly. And uh, in order to do that, we won't be able to do that on our own, right? And uh, there will be continued focus on uh, investments in, in partners. Um, we want to be able to unlock the power of our ecosystem to support our cloud growth additions. So there will be a lot of focus on uh, capability building, right? Um, SAP Singapore, we've got a lot of customers who are still on the legacy ERP platform. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of uh, interest to look at migrating out of that uh, to the cloud-based ones. So we are going to be focusing on training our partners so that they are uh, you know, capable of uh, uh, representing our new cloud solutions and to build that healthy pipeline of resources to cope with the demand that we are seeing from our customers' mm. digitalization project. Right. Um, we are also looking at capability, capability building mm. in our lo local workforce, yes. yeah. uh, and that's going to be a priority to plug the, the digital skills gap. So the partnerships with the universities are going to be you know, really important mm. right, to equip our students um, with uh, practical experience that uh, train on SAP solutions so that when they graduate, they mm. will have the skills uh, sought after by the industries and we continue to build a ready pool of local talent which are in demand uh, by our customers. Uh, thanks very much, Eileen. Wish we had more time. That was Eileen Chua, Managing Director at SAP Singapore. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.